0: the Hammer and Nigel show. My name is Nigel. Hello, Jason Hammer right
2: over there with a special guest on the drivehubler.com hotline. She is one half of the amazing Chicks on the Right show. Daisy joins us all the way from the great state of Texas. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you guys
2: doing? Hey, before we get into anything... You know, about the candidates and Iowa and all that kind of stuff. How are things in Texas? Because a couple months back, it sounded like, you know, Greg Abbott was shipping out border crossers left and right. There was chaos at the border. It's kind of fallen out of the news cycle. But I got a feeling that a lot of that stuff is still going on.
1: Well, a lot of it's still going on, but I think that now a lot of other cities are starting to feel the pain that we feel. Yep. Like, you know, there's that city councilman in D.C. that was whining and complaining the other day and screaming expletives and, and saying, Gosh, I wish we could get the National Guard in here because we're in this, like, all these migrants are here, you guys, and it's <laughs> terrible. And it's like, and all of us Texans are down here going, Really? Like, welcome to the party, pal. So. That's kind of where we're at down here as we're starting to go. Now they're starting to feel some of the pain that we've been feeling for years. So, you know, the, yeah.
0: w- what I've seen in the news cycle is liberal, progressive Democrat mayors who have bragged about their uh, sanctuary city status. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Now, the mayor of New York City, Adams, is sending flyers down to Texas telling these illegal migrants, do not come to New York City.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. And you haven't seen Adams take one of those people into his home. You haven't seen any of those liberals who are bleeding hearts. Like, where's AOC? Where's AOC in her white suits? crying trying to get a photo op. now you know it's like where are all those people and all the liberal celebrities who were talking about kids in cages they're all like weirdly silent now don't you all think that's interesting mm. and on top of that I'd like to know where all the liberals are all the people who voted for these policies why aren't they taking these people into their homes because you know these people have guest rooms right so why aren't they taking them in and i've
2: seen another border state is arizona uh kirsten cinema she came out and she was spitting fire at the concept of all of these tax dollars being sent to new york to deal with the migrant crisis why isn't that money actually being used at the border
1: you're right. Absolutely. It's outrageous, especially since, you know, it, we're the ones who have been talking about this stuff forever. And then they, they turn around, and they call us racists and xenophobes and all of these things. I mean, I actually went to a um, I don't know. I guess you could call it a rally. Um, this was back around the midterms. I went to a, a thing, a little talk that Beto gave, because I wanted to see, you know, what just what Beto was all about. Because this is what I do. I'm i I'm a masochist, you guys. Yeah, I liked it, and I <laughs> filmed some of it, and I, and I wanted to see like what these, what these people, because it was a very small town here. It's about did you graduation.
2: lose a bet? <laughs>
1: well, no, I did. I just, I honestly just wanted to show up as a Republican. I wanted to show up and see like what some of these loonies do with some of these like quote. Rallies for people like Beto, and and they talked a lot about the border, and like there are people in Texas who support people like Bayo, and they think that his policies would actually be good in a place like Texas. So I just, I'm curious. I'm weird. Like that. I like to see like what the other side thinks, how the, you know, I guess what people would say, like what, how the enemy thinks and what they, so I like to see what these people believe. And there are people who think that his policies would be great, but they think open borders are great. There are people who live in Texas who believe this way, wow. believe it or not. And I think some of those people are transplants from other States and other places, then they get here, and it's like it's that is not the right way to you know deal with this. I think that they believe that they're being benevolent. They think that they're being you know good people by by you know believing in these policies. But it's not good for those people. It's not good for our country. It's okay to have to to be law abiding and to have rules for this stuff. You know, it's kind of like Mock and I, Miriam and I, talk about this a lot on our show. Her parents were. Um, first-generation Polish immigrants they came into this country legally. And that is what we, as conservatives, that's what we're for. We love immigrants. You know, we're a nation of immigrants. We want immigration, but we want it to be legal. And that is one of the things that we have to, you know, reiterate over and over again to people.
2: Let's go back to the Beto rally, because I can't get past the (laughs) Beto
1: rally here.
2: I know you, Daisy. You are a woman in demand. You deliver speeches. You're writing things online. You're hosting shows. <laughs> you love your family. You're going to swim meets and hanging out. What did you cancel on your schedule to attend the Beto rally?
1: Well, it's funny. It was probably like just gardening that day. It was probably just like one of those days where I just had maybe like a couple hours off. It, it was 20 miles away at a, at a town called Marlin. Oof. And I just, and I wanted to go see like what he was all about. And I got to tell you, these people are back crap, y'all. Like some of these people that go to these rallies. I mean, it's just, and it's just so. It's, I think what it showed me is how polar opposite um, I am from a lot of people in my own country. And I think I left feeling um, really disillusioned. I was like, gosh, wow. I really want – I want a divorce. Because <laughs> so many <these laughs> people just – they just think so differently than I do. You know? And I could and just see
2: your young daughter looking up at you. Mommy, where are you going? I'm going to a, a beta rally. A beta I thought rally. you loved me.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, Tears yeah. coming out of her <laughs> <our> eyes. <laughs>
1: it just it just it just makes you realize how you, how differently how differently you think from a lot of these people and i'm like oh my gosh like it it was nuts it was completely nuts yeah
2: Chatting with Amy Joe from the Chicks on the Right program. Um, so it was a crazy weekend in Iowa. Uh, Donald Trump was there. Wasn't there very long, but had a little rally. Did a buzz the tower kind of thing with his plane over the DeSantis event. Uh, you've got Ramaswamy on the stage rapping to Eminem's Lose Yourself. Are we at the silly, ridiculous stage of campaign season yeah. here?
1: Yes, we're so there. I mean, like, listen, I honestly, I didn't think, I thought it was somewhat endearing that he rapped the Vivek rap. I think he used to be like a stand up comic or something like that. Like, in his four, he's done every. The guy's done everything. But I have, I have adult kids, right? I mean, I have kids who I have a 13 year old and I also have, you know, a 33 year old and a 29 year old. So I get, try to get the pulse of the, the older kids. And I'm like, so what do you think about this? And they love Vivek. So they think that this is not – I mean, I don't think they'd necessarily say, this is so cool, but they didn't see it as being completely cringe. They just thought it was sort of, you know, it's fine, it's endearing, it's whatever. They really like him because of his policies. They think he's cool because he's not 80, you know? That's right. So. They like, they like him for that reason, they like him for his policies. They think that he's a, he's a guy that will talk to anybody like there's some chick I think it was it may have even been at um, when he was there in Iowa, where she was a pansexual and she was trying to, she was saying she was pansexual and I think she was trying to bait him into some awful conversation and he was you know actually really sweet I for lack of a better you know <laughs> word, but he was very sweet to sit and, and talk to her and engage her in conversation. And he He's just—he's very down to earth with people. He doesn't—he's not off putting. He's not like get this person out of here. I don't want to talk to them. He will talk to anybody. I mean, he's talked to us, the, the chicks. He's—he sat down to talk to us at CPAC. I mean, he's—he will—he will talk to literally anybody and everybody. And I just—I think that that is to his—you know—it's. It, it's to the he's he's it's a very positive thing about him you know, it was that funny
0: really awesome. I, it is funny hammer and i do joke around about vivek a little bit that he is kind of running a pro-trump campaign like, right he,
1: right his right. whole
2: campaign is about how awesome trump is
1: <laughs> well he may be his running mate. you know he said i don't want to be a vp for anybody but you know what i don't believe any whatever anybody Interesting. says in a he could very well be Trump's VP. Would that not be an awesome ticket, though, to have him and Trump running? Because he would, he would bring in some of the millennials.
2: Absolutely. It's
1: not a terrible idea for Trump, you know? It definitely would beat Pence, don't you think? All
2: right, so rank these potential running mates. Because I've, I've seen the same type of story with Christy Noem, too. So Tim Scott, assuming his presidential run ultimately fizzles out, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Christy Noem.
1: Yeah. Um, do, are you asking which one I prefer?
2: Yes. Which one do you think makes the most sense for Donald Trump?
1: I think if Vivek would do it, I think Vivek would be the, the best. I think he would be. I think that would be a, an amazing ticket. I love Christina, Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love her. I think she's great. But I think Vivek would. We, right now, we, we really have to think about at least the GOP, which I don't think they think about at all, because I think that the RNC is completely useless at this point. They need to think about the young vote. And that that Gen Z slash millennial vote, and they're not thinking about that. They just don't have that at the front of the mind, and they need to be. Because it's kind of like back in 08, when, when Mock and I started our site, 08, 09, That that whole rock star Obama thing was – you know, uh, that was a big thing. P- the kids were huge when it comes to I say the kids. I mean, I, I feel like an old lady. I'm shaking my rake, but it's true. <laughs> it's like a, it's a voting block that I don't think uh, people really take into consideration. They underestimate it. And this time around, I think that we're underestimating that voting block. Huge. And we need to got about a minute we, left we here
2: uh, with Amy Joe, one half of the chicks on the right. So, country music listeners, they're on a bit of a heater right now, oh, yeah. so they are refusing to let these fake country stars hijack their music. Uh, CMT didn't want to play the Jason Aldean video and their numbers have gone down. Meanwhile, Jason Aldean went to the top of the charts. Now, some random dude is number one on the country charts because he's legit country and he's talking about all the crooks in washington dc uh again you're down in texas place where you'll get a little bit of rock and a little bit of country music i'm curious as to what you think is happening with country music fans
1: I think it's awesome. They're revolting. They're saying, you, you don't tell us what country is because we know country because we are country. This guy, is, I think his name is Oliver Anthony. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, and the song is Rich Man North of Richmond, I believe. And he just got signed by John Rich. Um, this guy is a, a farmer I mean, he's a legit farmer. He lives on like a 90 acre farm in Virginia. He's got three dogs. He's like, he's legit. And I love it. I love his story. He is, he represents us. He represents Real country people, real rural people, American people, and that's what people want out of country music. And people are going to start. Um, they're going to start rep- saying we want to be represented by you know like our our dollars. And they're going to start. They're they don't want big companies to say who we're going to listen to. We're going to listen to who we want to listen to. You know, Got and it. he's the kind of guy. And and the song is great. Have you guys have not, oh, if yeah. you've not heard it? Listen to it. It's a fantastic song. It's really moving. It's wonderful.
2: I mean, you see like Luke Bryan twerking on stage, and you see this guy, <laughs> and it's hard to believe both of those fall under the country genre. You know?
1: Right. It's, this is this is real country. This is real. It's kind of like the I like the old country. This reminds me of a lot of that old, the real like Johnny Cash kind of country. It's not the the glitter, you know, boy band country. And least. and you
0: ways. can bet mainstream liberal progressive media is combing through this guy's path oh, yeah. looking for anything oh. to disparage him
1: just read it just look at rolling stone they're like ripping him on twitter today and they hate it because they're not controlling the narrative and you know they can suck it
2: <laughs> and on that note yeah. we will talk to you next week daisy you're the All best right, you thank you
1: have a great one bye